God, thank you so much for this platform. Thank you so much for the opportunity to serve your kingdom alongside my husband. Thank you, Father, that you have gifted us in this way and called us in this manner. We pray that you go ahead of us in this podcast episode, allowing our words to be that um, that are inspired by your Holy Spirit and allowing us to only speak the words that will prove fruitful. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. We are Shell and Aaron Odom, founders of A Radical Relationship. Our testimony is one of redemption from divorce, addiction, and witchcraft. Here at A Radical Relationship, our mission is to empower men and women to go deeper in their relationship with God, self, others, and their calling through self-examination first. Let's get into it. You remember what we're talking about? What are we talking about? Feeling discontent or unfulfilled. Mm. Specifically in four key areas. Is it a coaching moment? And they're going to need to come to coaching. <laughs> going to need to come to coaching. So I was thinking about just what some of the repeating struggles are of women that I have coached and what as we think about the people that we serve in the ministry and some of the things that we commonly hear either in the Facebook groups or through prayer requests and things like that and so I wanted to spend some time talking about that here on the podcast and just offering up some tips and advice words of wisdom to be able to navigate those things Okay. <clears throat> you said what? Being discouraged or discontent or unfulfilled? Unfulfilled. Yeah. So I was thinking about my own life and I feel like we're a good pair because we are such extremely different in so many ways. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm thinking about my own life, I'm like, man, when I think about these four areas that we're going to talk about, I've been really blessed and fortunate you know in these areas like I've had my share of traumatic experiences in life my divorce my parents divorce navigating situations with my biological dad all of that so you know there's been things but in these four areas that typically are are pervasive repeating issues for some people I'm like man I've been really fortunate to be just yeah, well off. Yeah, I hear that. Rich in those areas. What? You fortunate. So got me. It had nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think about you. Ooh. And I'm like, man, Aaron offers, I think, a different perspective on these things. <laughs> on these things in a number of ways. And so. No, but I'm saying, because like you said, I'm fortunate to, you know. Uh, that we're both so different. I didn't say that. What did you say then? I just said we're different. Oh, so you didn't say, I thought you said you were fortunate. Like it was a good thing. Anyways. It is a good thing. Me and, we were talking about this the other day with me and my uh, friend about how different we are, but how how it's good. Like we balance each other out. It's like mm. checks and balances. Like you have what I need. I have some of what you need, but like we got to kind of, Maybe meet, I did say meet, I was fortunate. Meet in the middle. I I'm thought fortunate. you did. I'm fortunate. 
unfortunate. It wasn't about it ain't about me, y'all. It's about, mm-hmm. it's about the Lord. No, but I do think that the fact that we are so different in areas, we bring diverse perspectives to the experiences that we talk about because typically we've had different experiences. Definitely just the way that our life has gone, for sure. Because I know you ain't never been with nobody. <laughs> it's been through some of the stuff I've been through. I was, yeah. like, I was like, man, she's going to think I'm crazy. And I start telling you. But then it's like, you, you can, it, I don't know, I feel like it both it opens up both our um, perspective and our minds, you know. Because um, I feel like so many people nowadays are really close-minded. Mm. So I do appreciate that. Yeah, not me included. <laughs> well, even with like when it comes to like black culture, you know, and things that like I have no clue about, um, you be educating me on in there, and it's like, oh, I never even looked at this that way. So, definitely fortunate for that. <clears throat> so, unsatisfied. I I want to say something because uh, I was talking with somebody you know, recently, and one of the key things when I'm talking to somebody and trying to, you know. Uh, get the, get a feel on what's going on, just listen to them and have them tell me about their story and their life and whatever, is like when they start using keywords like I, 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 I. Because I know for myself, before I like was living, making Jesus, before I made Jesus Lord, before I was living for Christ, it was all about I. It was how everything made me feel, what I wanted, what I needed, what I desired, you know. And it was actually until I gave up all of that, and started really surrendering and seeking him that I started actually like finding my identity. I actually started becoming satisfied with like who I am and what I'm doing. So I just feel like whenever we're God's out of the equation and people, you know, we all lose our way sometimes, but whenever we're like so focused on what I want and I I try to say like, Hey, don't be like, I understand that you want this and I want this for you too. But if it doesn't work out, how are you going to react? Like if God wants to decide to take you in this direction, you might not like it, but I can promise you in the end, you're going to be way more satisfied. So like, it's like there's a route for my life that I desire. And that's what I think is going to give me happiness. It's like, okay, this is what I need to be content, to be happy. This is how much money I need to make. This is the kind of job I need to have. This is what I need to do to be happy. And then like, <laughs> I feel like for a lot of people, God will be like, no, and he, he'll take you a completely different route. And then you get there and you're like, oh, you do, you know me better than I know myself. Like now I'm even, I'm even more satisfied than I ever could have even thought I would have been, you know, having following my own path. So it's just like being open to the fact that being open to the Holy Spirit and allowing him to guide you and show you like, Oh, you think this is what's going to make you happy? Like, let me show you true happiness. Let me show you joy. Let me show you purpose. Let me. Mm-hmm. I feel it. Yeah, that's really good. She feel it. And that's some of the what we're going to get into here is just when you are experiencing a lack of fulfillment or discontentment in, in these specific areas, if that's if if the thing itself is not something that can be changed by you and you're not in control of it, what can you do in order to um, 
move towards fulfillment or a different perspective in that situation. So the first one, the first area that I typically find women and men being um, really unfulfilled in is their job and with their professional life. It's either being in a field or working a job that doesn't feel fulfilling to them in and of itself, or they may be in a field that they like, but they're not making enough money. And so that is adding anxiety and stress to the situation. And as I thought about this for myself, man, I've been very fortunate in this area. I worked for an amazing company right out of college, made good money out of school for my all of my twenties. And even though it wasn't um you made good money, but did you love what you was doing? I did. Right, that's, that's, I did. That's 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 the key right there. Cause. Yeah, but um but it wasn't my original plan. I was I was headed to grad school instead of planning to go to work for a health insurance company. That was not something I would have ever done. But You were open to it. I was definitely open to it. Open to the Lord's leading um with that and just kinda like, oh, Let's just see what happens here. See, before in my past, I was like, I wouldn't be open to things like that. Mm. Like if it wasn't going the way I wanted it, I would still be trying to like force it. You know what I'm mm. saying? I wouldn't be open to this other stuff. I'm like, nah, that ain't me. Nah. Like I wouldn't even give it a chance. And I think a lot of times God's trying to show us something and we don't even give him a chance. We just shut him down because it's not what we want. Mm -hmm. I know that's definitely true for me in my past and I had to learn the hard way, but, mm -hmm. um, man, I wish I would have, it's like, now I look back, I'm like, man, I wish I would have saw, like, you know, been more open-minded and like seen some of these things a little earlier. Yeah. Yeah. To that point about me enjoying it. Yes. I, I learned to enjoy it. I mean, it's health insurance. I don't think anybody like wakes up like, man, I've been wanting to get into health insurance my entire life. But part of what made it such a great experience, and this is the tip for how to make the most of this situation, because it's out of your control to the extent that you can't make somebody else hire you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you can do practical things to try to figure out what it is that you would enjoy doing. And I've worked with women around that, like, hey, let's look back at some previous experiences of work and see what you did enjoy and what you didn't enjoy and allow that to inform a field that you may enjoy. And then you can do other practical things like assessments and things like that that reveal gifts and talents um, alongside like experience that you have. But what made it such a great <clears throat> experience for me were the people, the people that I worked with. And so my advice would be to make meaningful connections in that space, because while you may not be able to look for to the task, it can still be a good experience. And we were all made for community. So it may not be that you're going to work enjoying what you're doing, but you are inviting somebody else into conversation and y'all really enjoy talking to one another and y'all laugh and you're getting to know more about this person's family and telling them more about your story and y'all get in deep conversations over lunch that you know were not even planned and that can at least yeah that can at least make it more meaningful but while yeah, yeah. you try to pursue something else that may be more fulfilling hear that y'all community ain't just about finding friends in church 
Yeah. You got to build and cultivate community in all aspects of life. And that's, that's a good one. Cause I know that I, I, I enjoy the people I work with. You know what I'm saying? I make sure of that. Um, I make sure, sorry. <clears throat> I enjoy, I make sure that I enjoy the people I'm working with or I surround myself with people that, you know, I enjoy their company and whatnot. Cause my dad always told me like, if you ever, um, you do what you love you'll never have to work a day in your life and that's so true but also if you do it with people you love it's going to be a lot more enjoyable you know than if you're doing it with people that you're always butting heads with always just um i hear that a lot a lot of people having jobs that they just aren't getting along they're not even trying to make an effort uh to cultivate a relationship Mm -hmm. it makes a big difference for sure the second area that um, I tend to see men and women being unfulfilled in is their social life. Mm. Um, some of the prayer requests that come through are about, you know, finding their people, finding community, finding the right church home. Um, I've coached a number of women around, like, I just go to work and go home, and I'm trying to figure out what else my life should look like. You know, I, I want to have a more well-balanced life. This also comes up a lot with um, women with children trying to figure out, like, what is my identity outside of being a mom and how do I get back to some of the things that I loved prior to. And it's really important to people. I have also talked to a number of women who have friends, but they feel like their friends ain't it. Like, eh, I feel like I give more to my friends than they give to me or, you know, I'm the giver, 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 but when I'm going through it, I don't ever hear from nobody. And they're typically initiators, which some of that is some internal stuff that we probably need to work through, you know, in coaching as to how they continue to end up in that position. But it's a concern for people. It's an area of struggle. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, um, from my past, you know, I I would kind of, how do you say, isolate myself. And that's a bad place to be in um mm. you isolate yourself but a lot of people i hear so many people like i want friends you know like i want a big group of friends like i want to be popular like I, they searching for like all the wrong things and all the wrong types of people you know and it's like i, I don't know it kind of just made me reevaluate because i have so many brothers now brothers in christ brothers and sisters in christ and it's like that's what's gonna last like friends come and go but brothers and sisters in Christ, like people that truly, you know, are seeking God and that want the best for you, like you want the best for them. You're coming together in discipleship and community. Um, that's meaningful. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I want to say for me, I've been blessed because I feel like, you know, my social life, like it's kind of found. I haven't had to go searching for it. Mm-hmm. It's almost found me. Mm-hmm. But I also had to make myself open to continue to grow those relationships you know like it's like okay a door's open like this guy's come into my life um i was able to meet him this and that but am i following up am i hitting them up to go out to lunch am i inviting them to go out and do things you know Mm-hmm. yeah paying attention to the opportunities that are presenting themselves and making the most of those yeah um two of the things that i thought about as tips in this area were to one find a person or find a place 
find a person that's like, you know what? I remember hanging out with them and like, they were actually pretty cool and hit them up. (laughs) Just take that first step to initiate or a place. Now I am somebody that is queen of, I don't mind going by myself. And I would actually encourage more people to do this. And I learned this because when I left. She'll strike a conversation with anybody else. I will. And you don't (laughs) even have to go and strike a conversation, though. That'd be great because there may be people like me there that will strike a conversation with you. If you won't be the one to strike the conversation. But I had to learn to get out of my comfort zone because when I left college, I moved to a city where I didn't know anybody. So Mm. it's like. I mean, I don't have many options what'd except you, to put you myself What'd you do? you walk up? You're like, hello, my name is Shell Odom. Would you mind filling out this survey? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not at all. Although I did go and introduce myself. I'm just, Very simple. <laughs> and I just felt like, I mean, if they think it's weird or awkward, I'll probably never see them again another day in my life, whatever. Mm. Okay, moving on. It's really not that bad. I understand that like for people who are introverts and that that doesn't come natural to, it can feel like the end of the world. But I'm like, man, just stretch yourself to get out of your comfort zone and just be willing to take a step. If there's a restaurant you've been wanting to try, stop waiting on people to go with. Go. Are you someone who feels that it's time to go deeper? Maybe you're feeling a tug from God to get more serious about your relationship with Him. Maybe you recognize that you may be the reason that you're not progressing toward your goals. Or perhaps you're wondering why your relationships are not where you want them to be or why you don't feel like you're living with purpose. If that sounds like you, we invite you to check out what we have to offer. You can kickstart your relationship with God by joining our group coaching program or hopping into a small group in the community. You can also sign up for one-on-one coaching to get some personal help in any of these areas. Not sure where to start? Check out our free quiz at www.aradicalrelationship.com backslash coaching to get started. We hope to see you in the community. be there and I think that some people just don't know how to be with themselves and that's I think that me learning to do that has also been even beneficial in marriage that like I don't have to be clung to you all the time because I I enjoy my own company too mm-hmm. so when there's times where you like all right enough of shell nagging at me this, this weekend was definitely a must needed I, yeah. I had to go to, well, I didn't have to but shell encouraged me I went to Nashville to go see one of my really good buddies um by myself and shell stayed here and i was like yeah much needed like guy time you know because i hadn't had guy time like that in a minute where you just get chatting and <laughs> you're literally talking about everything and anything you know but your boy you haven't seen in a minute um but then you're also getting to get you know get a little time away it's like i'm over here i'm like oh man i miss i miss shell <laughs> i miss her already the heart grow funder. for real for real but we've been together like share in the same car you know work both working at home like since we've been married so i definitely it's definitely good i definitely encourage you know men and women go have girl time go have guy time get away from your spouse you know because it ain't healthy being stuck up each other's butt attached at the hip it just (laughs) it's not healthy yeah and um 
we both got a chance separately to get time with single friends this past weekend, which is also nice to be able to still be involved in their lives and maintain the friendship and for them to be able to see that. Well, and so there's another good tip. Um, cause I was talking to my buddy, um, a lot of ways that I find myself meeting a lot of the people that, um, I become friends with is they're people. I'll just be like, Hey, can I pray for you? And then right there, you know, a relationship is started. Hey, you know, bro, get my number. Maybe we'll have lunch sometime or like, and that's been for the most part, I guess the past few, um, friend relationships I've had, but I was telling him, encouraging him like, man, um, cause he'd be driving Uber. I'm like, how, you know, how many people you'd be praying, pray, asking to pray for or whatnot. Um, and you're driving, like, that's a perfect opportunity, you know, not only to, you know, encourage people, um, but you never know what people are going through. And I definitely, man, when people, when you ask somebody you can pray for, even if they're not a believer, you wouldn't believe the amount of unbelievers that say yes, but they see that as encouragement. Like, man, this person cares enough about me to like ask me about what I need. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, getting outside of yourself and praying with people around you, that's a good way to cultivate relationships. At least from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my personal experiences. So, yeah, it has led to some relationships. Well, like, yeah, like the buddy guy with the tow truck guy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. about. That's awesome. The third area is relationship with God. And these are not in order of priority, clearly. Um, but this is another top four area that working with women. Um, and again, as we see in the community, relationship with God, knowing that like, man, I really need to be going to church more frequently. I really need to be reading my Bible and that kind of thing. And just knowing that like, I should be doing more, you know, um, which is true. <laughs> if that's how you feeling, um, if you're not giving it a hundred percent, that's the one area of your life outside of being married. If you're married, you should also be giving that a hundred percent. But like, if you got time to commit to all of these other things for sure, um, have some conviction about going deeper in the things that concern God. Now you're making me feel bad, babe. What I do? If, I mean, if you feel in some type of way about your own personal relationship, like I'm definitely. <laughs> I'm feeling, <laughs> I ain't feeling no type you be of getting, way. I'm just saying you be getting your word and doing it more, way a lot more than me. But through that, so like I was encouraged, you know, um, that's another way. Like, you know, you, we keep each other in check uh, mm-hmm. spiritually and whatnot. She was like, you reading your Bible, you know, getting your quiet time. And I was telling my buddy, like, we do, we have to, because we get caught up in the world. We live in it, you know? Um, so every so often it's like, all right, I need to take a break, a couple of weeks to fast and pray and be diligent and wake up every morning and have my alone time with God. Um, but also, I, so my buddy, um, I got this idea from Shell and her friend. And I was really encouraged by it. I was like, man, even though we're from a distance, like we can do this together. Wake up in the morning on a FaceTime or whatever, um, get in the word, pray, you know, and do it for like a week or so. Starting off fast, talk about it. Um, Definitely, that's definitely encourage that. Mm -hmm. Having, what would you call it? Um, Having your accountability partner. Yeah, and when I had the opportunity to do that, 
with Brittany, like it also deepened our friendship, mm. you know, like you're walking with someone closely for that amount of time in a way that you don't typically do. And so you are seeing a lot more of the ins and outs of their life on both ends. And so then you're, you're also seeing the ways the Holy Spirit's moving in their life too. And that's like, I mean, that, that's one of the coolest things. Yeah. You, you come back and you, you like hear the testimonies of like, yo, we were praying about this. You know, right. remember when I brought this up on the call and then at whatever time seeing God come through, it, it's a shared victory, yeah. which is so beautiful about community. Like we've been praying for like this for you. y'all did it together. She did. Yeah. 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 So it was like, yeah. So I that's beautiful. I, I was telling him about, he was asking me about marriage and stuff. He's single, my buddy's single. But I was, I was telling him it's kind of the same thing. It's so great because you're, you're having this shared experience. You're doing it together. Mm-hmm. Two are better than one. That's what the Bible says. Praise Jesus, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> yes. All right. The last area that we typically see men and women being discontent or unfulfilled in is relationships with others. Mm. Whether that's a romantic relationship where there is some strain, a friendship or a familial relationship where there is some strain, definitely top four of like the, I can't figure this out. I don't know what the heck is going on here. I think... Just thinking off firsthand, like, I think that just goes right back to, like, self. Um, like, how do you view yourself? How do you feel about yourself? Do you love yourself, you know, in the ways that God sees you? Um, do you see yourself the way God sees Of course we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. But is our identity in Christ, you know, are we confident in knowing that? Because unless you know god self others and your calling <laughs> but unless we you know it, it, that's where i think about it if my relationship with god and is not good and i'm not loving myself and i'm not confident in who i am i, I definitely am not going to be confident trying to go out and talk to other people you know and like create relationships with them yeah yeah as we're talking I got a text from Brittany <laughs> that is on par with what we're talking about. So that's cool. I'm going to tell her about that. Um, yeah. So advice as it concerns relationships with others, I really wanted to hone in on the spiritual here and just saying like tap in with God's word and seek his face about how he might be calling you to respond in this situation um, and I really wanted to, to bring that focus because when I was going through my divorce, I was in turmoil when I was responding according to my flesh, mm. like that is what produced the most anxiety. But when I truly surrendered that thing and started responding more Christ-like and whatnot, man, even my sleep habits changed. Like I could just sleep in peace, just like, you know what? This is in God's hand. I can rest and be at peace and knowing that I did my part. But when I didn't do my part, I was just kind of like, ah, I feel like I failed the test at the end of the day. And so now it's kind of eating me up. And I, I know that I'm going to get tested again because I didn't pass the mm -hmm. test. And I know that God is wanting to strengthen this muscle of me not responding out of my anger. That's why when you and I get into conflict, I'm so bent on like, 
not allowing myself to go there because I'm like, man, I have to answer to God. Of course, we're all emotional and we're all going to feel very passionately, but I just feel very strongly about like, I'm going to choose to be right before God and in my anger, do not sin, no matter how much my flesh is rising up. And so when I miss that mark in our conflicts, I'm like, no, he got it out of me. He got it out of me. (laughs) It's all right, though. Sometimes it'd be a little good for you. Get that out. But surrender, I I like that because I feel like so many people struggle with with this, like, personally. Like, I just see so many people... um, through experience, I can tell you, like, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's become easier because I've seen the fruits that come from it. So, like, when I've true all the stuff I've surrendered to God and truly given to him, like Shell was saying, like, man, <laughs> it, you, I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm surrendering this stuff to him and he's taking my burden um, and I'm not having to hold it on my own shoulders – man that's like that's freedom right there i feel like so many people have such a hard time surrendering because they want to do it how they want to do it they want to do it in their own strength Mm -hmm. they want to take control of their own lives and i think when we finally get to a point of i don't have control of my life and i need to put it in the hands of the one who created me then it becomes a whole lot easier like i definitely agree for sure Yeah, hopefully something that we said was helpful. These are primarily the things that we see coming up in coaching. And so um, I'm going to include some specific scriptures that could be helpful around this as well in our weekly email. So if you're in the community, you can expect that per usual on Wednesdays in the morning. If you're not in the community and don't receive that email, you can head over to our website, radicalrelationship.com and sign up and subscribe to the newsletter and the pop-up that comes up to welcome you into the community. One more thing. So yeah. about others, um, Jesus, why does this be happening to me? <laughs> I did have something good, but lost it. Oh, okay. About others. So I, I see it a lot of times. Like I see this in myself. I feel like other people probably do it as well. But like when we're out there um, seeking to have conversations or build relationships or whatever with other people, whatever that looks like, I feel like a lot of times we try, we look, we judge people by their appearance and by, you know, the ways they talk and the things they like. And we try to find people like that remind us of ourselves, I think, um, you know, that are similar to us, have similarities that we we can uh, agree with, I guess. And like sometimes it's just you got to keep an open mind, you know, because we, we, we judgmental creatures. You know? <laughs> and I feel like sometimes we tell ourselves nah, I ain't never going to be friends with that person before you even speak a word to them. Just because, like, you, they don't look like you or they don't, you know, they're not, they don't look the way you see that person looking like or being like her. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Were they just not cool? <laughs> 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 Were 
and they just not cool. And you just like, nah, bro, not quite the vibe that I'm going for. But that's the beauty of the kingdom is that you're going to be in community and in relationship, whether those are your closest friendships or not. You're going to be in relationship with people that you would have never pursued you're right in the world. about being in the kingdom because not everybody looks like you but they do look like god and we hope so <laughs> if you want to know what heaven looks like looking like me you if you want to know what heaven looks like a run was getting his jam on over here Wow. Yeah, y'all miss my y'all miss my dance moves. Video cut out. <laughs> so, um, again, be out, be on the lookout for um, our weekly email with some additional scripture references and coaching questions to help you navigate this area. And of course, we're always here as coaches ourselves, alongside Atalie Bell, for any of you who say, you know what, I need to talk about this. Mm. You said something that really got me. Let's talk about it. Did you know that money isn't the only way that you can support an organization? A review goes a long way. If this podcast helped you in any way or you just want to support us because, you know, we're your people, then help us spread the word. Let the world know that you're rocking with us and you think they should, too. Share the podcast, leave a review, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hop into the Facebook group, you know, whatever suits you. Until next time, folks, we are out. Bye, y'all.